0: Today is the 14th day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you on the 14th day of January. That's the 14th day of our new year. This marks two full weeks that we have been able to live into this new year. And as we complete our reading for today, it will complete two weeks. Every day in the Bible, we are off to a fantastic start. Now, when we go to the back of the ship and look back at where we've sailed from, we can barely see the land on the horizon. We are getting out into the deep, and we will be sailing across this year together. But two weeks in, so much has happened. So much for us to think about so much for us to allow to be brought up in our lives as we move through the stories that are found in the scripture and so it's great to, to mark this moment 2 weeks 2 weeks in well done we can do this we're going to do this and it's going to be awesome and so let's dive in and take the next step forward We've been reading from the New International Version this week, which is still this week. So that's what we'll continue to do today. We are still working our way through the book of Genesis. We have found ourselves in the story of Jacob. So we went through the story of Abraham, then Isaac, and now Jacob, who has found himself married to two women who are sisters One is barren, the other one has had some children. A family is in formation. This family will be the family that we follow through the rest of the Bible. And so let's dive in. Genesis chapter 30 verse 1 through 31 verse 16. When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, Give me children or I'll die. Jacob became angry with her and said, Am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? And she said, Here is Bilhah, my servant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me. And I too can build a family through her. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife. Jacob slept with her, and she became pregnant and bore him a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Because of this, she named him Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. And Rachel said, I have had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped having children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son. And Leah said, What good fortune. So she named him Gad. Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. And Leah said, How happy I am. The women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. During wheat harvest, Reuben went out into the fields and found some mandrake plants, which he brought to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Will you take my son's mandrakes too? Very well, Rachel said. He can sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. So when Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leo went out to meet him. You must sleep with me, she said. I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. God listened to Leah, and she became pregnant and bore Jacob a fifth son. And Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. And Leah said, God has presented me with a precious gift. This time my husband will treat me with honor because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Sometime later she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph, and said, May the Lord add to me another son. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so I can go back to my own homeland. Give me my wives and children for whom I have served you, and I will be on my way. You know how much work I have done for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. He added, Name your wages and I will pay them. Jacob said to him, You know how I have worked for you and how your livestock has fared under my care. The little you had before I came has increased greatly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I have been. But now, when may I do something for my own household? "'What shall I give you?' he asked. "'Don't give me anything,' Jacob replied. "'But if you will do this one thing for me, "'I will go on tending your flocks and watching over them. "'Let me go through all your flocks today "'and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, "'every dark-colored lamb, and every spotted or speckled goat.' They will be my wages, and my honesty will testify for me in the future. Whenever you check on the wages you have paid me, any goat in my possession that is not speckled or spotted, or any lamb that is not dark-colored, will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. Let it be as you have said. That same day he removed all the male goats that were streaked or spotted, and all the speckled or spotted female goats, all that had white on them, and all the dark-colored lambs, and he placed them in the care of his sons. Then he put a three-day journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob continued to tend the rest of Laban's flocks. Jacob, however, took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Then he placed the peeled branches in all the watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flocks when they came to drink. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches and they bore young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob set apart the young of the flock by themselves but made the rest face the streaked and dark-colored animals that belonged to Laban. Thus he made separate flocks for himself and did not put them with Laban's animals. Whenever the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals so they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weak, he would not place them there. So the weak animals went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob. In this way, the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and male servants and camels and donkeys. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all his wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude toward him was not what it had been. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude toward me is not what it was before. But the God of my Father has been with me. You know that I have worked for your Father with all my strength. Yet your Father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said, The speckled ones will be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said, The streaked ones will be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaked young. So, God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked, speckled, or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob. I answered, Here I am. And he said, Look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted. "'for I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. "'I am the god of Bethel, "'where you anointed a pillar "'and where you made a vow to me. "'Now leave this land at once "'and go back to your native land.' "'And Rachel and Leah replied, "'Do we still have any share "'in the inheritance of our father's estate? "'Does he not regard us as foreigners?' Not only has he sold us, but he has used up what was paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God took away from our Father belongs to us and our children. So do whatever God has told you. Matthew 10, 1 23. Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff. For the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Psalm 12 For the director of music According to Shimoneth, the psalm of David Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race Everyone lies to their neighbor They flatter with their lips, but harbor deception in their hearts. May the Lord silence all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. Those who say, by our tongues we will prevail. Our own lips will defend us. Who is Lord over us? Because the poor are plundered and the needy groan. I will now arise, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who malign them. And the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. You, Lord, will keep the needy safe and will protect us forever from the wicked who freely strut about and what is vile is honored by the human race. Proverbs 3, 13-15 Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Okay, so as we complete our second full week in this year and in the scriptures together, we continue to see the family drama in Jacob's life. Jacob has gone from having two wives who are sisters to now essentially having four wives, the sisters and their, and their attendants. And we're basically watching a sisterly battle over uh, who has the most children, which is their identity and this comparison between the two is giving them a perceived value. Uh, and it and it's come down to Laban and Jacob and the family itself extended is that this is not going well. Jacob is beginning to build well for himself, and this is creating envy in the larger family. And so like there's a bunch of drama going on. And it's come to the point where Jacob feels like he He has to leave and he's tried to leave before, but he's been convinced to stay. But now he feels like he's being led to leave. He's got to leave. And so we end our week by seeing a kind of a council between the wives and their husband. And he's kind of sharing that they need to go. And they're telling him, we don't have a reason to stay. So if God is leading us, let's go. And we will watch the story unfold, obviously, as we continue forward. In the book of Matthew today, we saw Jesus, who is the rabbi to these disciples who are following him. We lose that at at some point. We know it in the back of our mind. Jesus is a rabbi traveling around the countryside. He's got disciples who are following him. But we lose track of what that looks like. There were other rabbis who had other disciples traveling around the countryside. Like this is a tradition. Uh, a, A rabbi would call somebody to take their yoke upon them and they would leave everything and follow this rabbi. And then the rabbi would essentially become their 24 hour a day teacher. Like for this season, they would raise them up and, and, and give them all of the wisdom that they had learned and transfer all that treasure that was in their heart to their disciples so that their disciple would one day grow up and maybe be released to have a tribe of their own, disciples of their own, or to go into the world and live what they had learned following the rabbi. So Jesus has called people to be his disciples, but he hasn't really gone looking for, like, qualified Torah-excelling people who look like they will one day grow into being something. He kind of goes out among the ordinary people and invites them to become his disciples. And so they are following him around as he's doing his teaching. They are witnessing what he is doing. And everything that he does is essentially a teaching moment for them. They are observing all of it. And so he sends them out on a field trip, basically, today. Telling them, like, look, Go to the lost sheep of Israel. says so like, I'm not sending you into a culture that you do not understand. I am not sending you to people that you do not know. I'm sending you to what you do understand and the kind of people that you do know. And I want you to take steps of faith. Like don't take any money. Don't take any supplies. You're going to go out and you're going to learn what it's like to practice your faith. You're going to go and learn what it's like to do what I'm doing. And so we got to see that happen today in the Gospel of Matthew. And then finally, as we end this second week, we look into the book of Proverbs and we need this set of three sentences to sink in. This is also a game changer like this if this can be remembered if this can be the focus this changes our lives blessed are those and and we want to be that right Like, like don't we spend a lot of energy trying to get into the zone of blessing like we want to be blessed so here we go Blessed are those who find wisdom. Blessed are those who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies nothing you desire can compare with her. so The Bible is telling us that wisdom is better than money. Wisdom is better than jewelry. Wisdom is better than anything that you can desire. Because the wise person the person with wisdom knows how to attain and achieve these other things, they they come to the wise person, a person walking in wisdom. It's so much like what Jesus is teaching, that things, that life is lived from within, that you can spend your whole life trying to make everything perfect outside of your life, but if you are in turmoil inside, nothing is ever going to feel like it has order or stability. But if you have order and stability in your soul and a profound and utter dependence on God, then we can live at peace even if there's chaos all around us. Wisdom works like this. We can spend our whole lives trying to achieve the trinkets that are available, as beautiful and flashy and sparkly as they may be those things that we achieve will not make us wise people. But wisdom from within shows us how to live in every situation. And so the counsel here is that nothing we desire can compare with wisdom. So like above all else, wisdom should be the goal. And we certainly become wise from experience, we can certainly become wise from the scriptures by simply watching the stories unfold and seeing where the roads lead. We also become wise by putting our allegiance and utter dependence in God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we also gain wisdom by stopping our reactions like instead of just like something rubs us the wrong way and so our immediate reaction is to punch back as soon as we get like not even knowing the situation we react so much and get ourselves into so much trouble but wisdom would have a pause a beat a moment to check in with ourselves and reflect on what is going on before we make a mess. And so let's consider this. This would change how this year shapes up. So Father, we want change. We want things to shape up that we are at peace inside of our souls trusting you and knowing that each day is an adventure to live and that that, that you are not oblivious, that you are with us always and would never leave us. And so, Father, we are asking for wisdom. We need wisdom. Maybe, I mean, we have more knowledge than we have ever had in human history. We may need wisdom now more than ever in how to interpret and walk through all this knowledge that we've amassed. We need your Spirit's guidance in our lives. And so we ask, as we so often do, that Holy Spirit, you would lead us into all truth and away from that which is false. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Dailyaudiobible.com is a home base that's the website, it's where you find out what's going on around here. So, check it out. If you don't have the Daily Audio Bible app, you can download that free from whatever app store works with your device and take the journey from there. So, check that out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible Shop. There are a number of categories in the shop with resources for the journey that we are on, for example, uh, the lifestyle. Category in the Daily Audio Bible Shop is full of resources for the journey. For example, the the Daily Audio Bible Journal uh, to write in or like the Global Campfire Cowboy Cop or the Global Campfire Candle. Just uh, all of the Blackwing pencils, the stuff that I journal with can be found in there and some wearables like our Shalom fleece sweatshirt. Check it out in the uh, lifestyle section in the Daily Audio Bible shop. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you. Humbly. Wouldn't be in this. We wouldn't be in this if we weren't in this together. And so thank you for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Good morning, family. This is Lily from God's Girl from California. Uh, Being in the season that I am in my life, I am now in Abuelita, which is grandmother in Spanish, so I'm now calling myself Lita Lily um, and all the treasures that 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 entails. But I heard Annie today. I just wanted to encourage you, sweetie girl, for being 10, you are so wise. And if you ask for more wisdom you will be granted that. I'm praying with you with your brother for your brother and his mental problems. Um I sharing that with you and that grief and pain and I just encourage you to just keep trusting in the Lord as you are and he will give you that peace in your mind and heart and um and we'll be praying for healing for your brother. I'm also um praying or calling in for Alyssa who's in the hospital on dialysis and scared because her child, um, she's pregnant and has a four-year-old at home. And I just encourage you, sweet girl, that when our faith doesn't feel strong, um, just keep praying, you know, we're all here for you. We're all praying for you. Um, Just being with you, sweet girl. And um, God is always faithful. That's all I've known um, through this journey in my life is that he is faithful no matter what. And so I'm praying for your health and for your little girl to just be, um, uh, be given peace. Um, when you talk to her, may God just embrace her, give her a strong hug, and you too, Annie. Um, and I just, just love you all. Um, have a great day, bye-bye.
2: Good morning, family. This is incognito, but not to God. I'm requesting prayer for myself and for my family. Um, yesterday January the 8th I received the call that nobody likes to receive uh, my nephew um, was found dead yes uh, Sunday morning by his 10 year old daughter um, my elder sister that's my elder sister's son and she lives internationally so you can only imagine when she got the call so she's requesting prayer family I'm asking God to just give us the wisdom to know how to proceed and and to send a comforter for a time like this Um, a year ago we lost his brother in a tragic way as well so it's a lot but i'm going to praise god anyhow thank you family Hi, daily audio bible family it's renzo in florida and um i would just ask for some prayers i've been doing good but um i feel like actually to explain my testimony a little bit i've been clean from pornography for three years now um but as you know um it's a battle every day with my thoughts so i asked if you guys could just pray for my thought life and that it's clean and honors god um and just i keep an eye on um where my eyes are at for sure um and i would appreciate that god bless you jesus loves you
3: Happy New Year, Dab family. This is Mommy's Little Rock from Arkansas. I just wanted to say I am so grateful for this app. I'm so grateful for my Dab family. Um, I am so grateful for my cousin Colette who shared with me the Dab um, information years ago and I've been following ever since. Um, I just want to pray for those and ask for prayer, actually, for those of us that are still grieving um, the loss of either a parent, a loved one, family member, spouse, um, child, um, sibling, um, even our fur babies, our animals, our pets, um, and even losses of jobs and homes. And I just want us to Pray for those individuals um, who are really going through some emotional and mental things right now. Um, Also, um, just a prayer for my health, my overall health. I'm still recovering from surgery I had in 2021 and just the after effects from it um, sometimes gets me a little down, but I'm here. I'm happy um, and I'm looking forward to this new year. Um, I just asked for all of y'all's prayers for me and I continue to pray for each and every one of you every single day um, before I leave to go to work. Um, I appreciate you guys so much and love Brian and his family, Jill, everyone, um, for answering the call that God gave over his life and proceeding to create such an awesome, awesome um, app for us to come together together um, virtually, So I hope you guys are off to a good new year. Happy new year. Stay blessed and I love you all. Bye-bye. Hello.
4: This is Anonymous from North Carolina. Asking for prayer for my husband and myself, our marriage, my estranged husband. I don't know where to where to start. What to say? Just please pray for us. Um, we have separated, and he has mistreated me. Told me he hated me for no reason. I'm provoked abandoned me when I needed him, took my rings, my wedding rings, took my my money and holding it hostage because I won't sign a separation agreement that has not been um, fully uh, evaluated and um, won't ex- disclose Finances to our attorneys. And um, I'm, I'm continuing to pray for him as I pray for everyone else. And I just hope God just touch his heart. He knows what he's done is wrong. And he, he's a, a man of God. He's a minister. And I just pray that you touch his heart, Lord. And please pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for us.